0: Coffee, the most essential part of your day. Welcome, my fellow advocates, to another show, to another commercial claims show here on YouTube. My name is Vince Perry, and I'm here to help all of you new public adjusters out, breaking into this wonderful industry on some of the ins and outs of what you're to do, you're supposed to do, and just educate you guys a little bit on what's going on in the insurance claim game. I'm called the Commercial Claims Advocate because I've been doing this for over 12 years now. I specialize in large, specialized losses uh, from big, huge condominium associations and commercial buildings and shopping malls and warehouses and movie theaters to also homes as well throughout the Florida community, throughout the Tampa community, Miami community, and all throughout Florida Panhandle as well. So I'm here to try to help you out as much as you can, as I can. So what are we going to talk about today? Public adjusters, I'm going to sort of tell you the best way and the three most essential things you need to be aware of and know how to do when signing a claim. Okay, this is something that you know, you're not, uh, this is something that you could be taught. This is something that you can get better at with practice and practice and practice. I'm a firm believer that if you educate yourself all the time and if you uh, experience and go out there and, you know, the more claims you do, the more you work at this, the better you're going to get, okay? But I'm going to be here to maybe sort of uh, expedite that process a little bit and maybe you can learn something a little bit sooner than later, right? Okay, so the first thing that you need to understand is When you walk into a house, okay, who's just experienced a loss, it, 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 it can be a little tricky, right? If it's a really big, massive loss, like a big fire claim, well, obviously your, your number one thing is going to just be to sympathize with the homeowner. Sympathize with them as much as you can and make sure that they're feeling comfortable when you come around because uh, what we're, we're gonna get to it, but at the end of it, you're going to have to have a contract signed in order to help them, okay? So an insured experience is a loss. If it's a major loss, sympathy has to be huge, okay? I walked into a claim once where there was a fire. Uh, it completely burned the master bedroom and the dog was inside. It was terrible. You know, I mean, these people were crying. And, uh, you know, not much you can do to help them with the dog, okay? But the only thing you can do that you can tell them is that you're gonna do whatever you can. You're the best possible job that you can do to try to help them Get the maximum value for your claim because that's what you're there for, okay? Uh, but like your typical standard water loss claims that you know has already been repaired and it's just a little bit of water damage and you're just trying to help them fight the insurance company to make sure that everything is included so that they can get a lot of money. You know, it, it might be difficult to convince the insured uh, why is it important to hire a public adjuster. You know, I mean it's the it's the biggest question that you need to answer when you walk into a house because frankly a lot of people. They think that they can just do it on their own. And technically, they can. They can go about the insurance claims process on their own. But what I'd like to tell them is you could also file your taxes on your own by TurboTax. But most people hire an accountant. So, you know, if you're going to do that, then why not, you know, because why are you going to hire an accountant? Because you're going to get probably a lot more money from the government in taxes if you hire a professional who knows what they're doing as opposed to doing it by yourself same thing goes with the claim you're trying to get maximum value in your claim you know even if you're inexperienced but you know just from you know just from probably your little bit of experience that you have from studying to get your exam you already know that as a public adjuster chances are you're going to get more money so you need to try to convince the client that when you walk in there okay even though you can't promise them anything Um, So you need to explain to them what a public adjuster is. And what is a public adjuster? Well, we're licensed adjusters by whatever state that we come from to represent the homeowner and the homeowner only. The insurance company adjuster and even the independent adjuster are literally hired to defend the insurance company. And the insurance company is a company. And like any other company, they have to watch their... Their profits and losses, and their losses are only going to come from payroll and claims. That's pretty much where their expenses are coming from. So, as a business owner, you're usually trying to minimize your expenses and maximize your profits. And minimizing their claim payouts is one of the things that they're going to always try to do right off the bat. Okay, so if there's a way that they could save money on paying out claims, they're going to try it. And these people that they're sending out to these homes, who are adjusters just like you, are defending the companies that are trying to save money. So I hope you could understand that. You as a PA have absolutely nothing to do with those companies and what they're paying out. So it's really not your problem on whether they're paying out a lot or a little. Your job is that homeowner. That is the person. You need to make the homeowner or the business owner understand that your number one priority is them and only them. You're an adjuster like the other ones, but that's who you are representing. Explain to them that as a public adjuster, you have to do the same amount of continuing education as the insurance adjusters. A lot of the adjusters here in Florida too, on both sides, especially independents and appraisers and everything, we all meet a lot at a lot of the same conferences as well. So you know, and we take the same exam to be to get our license. Also, we do the same thing. The uh, insurance adjuster and the public adjusters are taking photos, are document, are getting a, gathering documentation, and are putting together estimates and gathering the facts, just like the insurance adjuster. But remember, you are representing the policyholder, so that already comes as a huge advantage to the policyholder, knowing that they have a professional. Just like the insurance company, exact same professional that the insurance company is sending out, the homeowner or the policyholder is sending out as well. Huge advantage to have somebody on your side, especially in such a complex sort of niche that we are in. I mean, insurance, nobody knows insurance, mainly because it's really boring to most people and just because nobody really knows how to do it. So, you know, it's good to have somebody on your side defending you. The other thing they have to understand is that you get paid a percentage. Okay, From my understanding throughout the entire country, because especially in Florida, uh, by law, we're not allowed to charge anything up front. There is no money that we're going to be charging you up front. Our business is strictly contingency, strictly contingency basis, and that is it. So depending on your state and what it allows, you get paid on a percentage, a specific percentage, at the end of the claim. And the person that is paying you, public adjuster, and no one else, is the policyholder. You need to basically make sure that once that policyholder gets paid, the only person that's paying you, it's not the insurance company, it's not the mortgage company, it's the policyholder. They're writing a personal checkout for whatever percentage that you are charging for your services after they get paid on their claim. So what I like to always tell the policyholder is, listen, you don't have to pay me anything up front, and the more money you make, the more money I make. It's not a bad thing to say that, because it's a fact. You're paid on contingency. So you're going to do whatever you can to try to get them as much as possible. And they, they need to understand that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you're doing whatever you can to get them as much as possible so they can have all the money to do the repairs, hopefully pay you as well, and move on with their lives. That's really the ultimate goal of it all. And get rid of the headache, too. And it's a service that we're providing as public adjusters. Let's think about this. It's a service that we're providing, and it's a headache, okay? I'll run into homeowners. All the time they're like oh my god I called the insurance company and I just leave messages and they don't answer and it is a headache even for us but we take that burden off of them okay we will go and we meet the inspectors out there as well and they don't have to be there if they have to go to work take take the kids someplace you're gonna handle all that stuff for them okay from beginning to end um, you could explain to them what the process of a claim is which is sort of what I, I was talking about the process of the claim is 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 gathering the documentation taking the photos of for, for evidence Putting together an estimate, filing the claim, meeting the uh, meeting the adjuster out for the initial inspection, meeting whatever person that is sent out for a reinspection, following with following up with the insurance company on a weekly basis. I recommend quickly what I do is I just go through my list of claims on whichever day of the week I get around to it. Usually, if for some reason it's like a Thursday or Friday, and I just go one by one, and all I do is either. I'll, I'll usually do both. I, I send a, I, I call, leave a voicemail, and I send an email. And if I can't leave a voicemail, I just send an email. And you just go one by one by one by one. And usually when you go to your emails, you'll see there might have been something that is, still has to be done, and you do it, and. Every week, where was I? Here, I don't know. Every week you follow up with an email or you contact the insurance company and you push them along. And that's the process of a claim. It could get pretty complicated. And the other big thing is throughout that process of the claim, you don't want to do anything that's going to just completely crush your claim. You as a public adjuster, know the policy ins and outs, you know how this business works, you know the things that the insurance companies are looking for to help get this claim paid, and you're going to to handle it accordingly. As opposed to a policyholder, they're not going to do all those things that I just mentioned, or they will, but it's just going to be a real pain in the butt. And you're going to make sure that everything is sort of documented and set up correctly to hopefully get maximum payout for that claim. And then the last thing is you've got to have them sign the contract okay because at the end of the day, once you've already hopefully you've made them feel comfortable by your presence uh, you've made them uh, you've sympathized you've sympathized with their loss you've explained to them what a public adjuster is and the benefits of having a public adjuster you explain to them the process of a claim and what's going to happen from beginning to end. You need to take out that contract and you need to have them sign it. They need to understand that they cannot, that you cannot represent them and you cannot even speak to the insurance company without having that LOR, Letter of Representation, sent to the insurance company so that you can negotiate on their behalf. So you could break down. All, I'm sure all states are different uh, that you need to have in the contract, but some of the main things that I know you need to have Pretty much in general is you need to have the policy information, the address, the insurance name, you need to have what percentage you're charging uh, on that claim, you need to have the type of loss that it is, um, you need to have uh, your, uh, in, in Florida, you need to have your name, you need to have your license number <clears throat> on there. If you don't have your license number, you can get in trouble for that. And, and then that's pretty much it. You probably want to have some language in there that's going to save you, to be honest, just in case that the, uh, just in case your name is not on the check. <clears throat> Because when the insurance company makes a payout and you present a, a letter of representation and they make a, a payment for the claim, well, you're supposed to be on that check. You, need, you should probably have some information on that contract that sort of saves you just in case the insurance company uh, doesn't add you on the check, which is, from my understanding, attorneys, you could argue with me if you want. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. They are supposed to have your name on the check. But if they don't, for, so for whatever reason, you should have something on there that sort of saves you just in case the client decides not to pay you. Um, And then there's also, you always have to give in pretty much every contract, I think, about three days, three business days to cancel. And that's pretty much that. But they need to understand that you cannot represent them without that contract being signed. You know, if they want to go ahead and read it, then that's fine. Obviously, they should. But um, get that contract signed. If I were you, public adjuster, do not leave that house unless you have that contract signed. Because... You know, people tend to make bad decisions once you leave the house, and by bad decisions is not signing up with you. Because at the end of the day, I've been doing this for a long time, and I know I am very biased. But it is vital to hire a public adjuster on every one of your claims, no matter how small, no matter how big. At the end of the whole thing, hiring the public adjuster will be worth the percentage that you are paying. Now, speaking to the policyholder, for that for that claim, you'll end up getting. You know pretty good amount and even if you don't you're taking the burden off you so anyway that's that in a nutshell okay when you walk into a house sympathize be confident too in what you're doing sympathize be confident um, explain to them what a public adjuster is and the benefits of it explain to them the process of a claim and then get that contract out break it break it down to them and have them sign it before you leave that's pretty much it hope that was a help For any of you new public adjusters, please feel free to ask me any questions by commenting below, message me on Facebook, send me an email, and um, I'll be glad to help you out with whatever you want. I would love for you to please subscribe also so that you could see any new content that I have coming out on a weekly basis. So, hope that helped. Talk to you later. See you Friday.